it. And uh, feel free to speak it up whenever you want. Okay. We're going to do uh, the kinah that's said during the day of Shabbat, kinah kaf dalit, in the standard list of kinot. The kinah kaf dalit is about a story that appears in the Gemara and in variations in the, the Medrash Eicha as well. The story goes like this. Uh, it's a story about the son and daughter of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha seems to have been the last Kohen Gadol. And he seems to have survived the Churban as well. Um, you know, uh, Avram Fried made him famous by taking the Agadita and Brachos Davzain of of, uh, his description of uh, going going into the Kaddish Kaddashim on Yom Kippur. The the song known as Tanya. uh, But you can imagine that uh, the, uh, it, it, it was not easy to be the last Kohen Gadol in all sorts of ways. And uh, part of the tragedy of uh, being the last Kohen Gadol is described in this keynote. Just one more biological point. I'm under the distinct impression, though I can't remember what the source is, that the Tana Rabbi Ishmael who was a contemporary of Rabbi Akiva and the author of the Brisa, Rabbi Shmuel, was a grandson of this Kohen Gadol, Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, and uh, apparently named after him. Okay. The Agadita in Gemar Yindaf Nuchesim Adalev, Echa Rabada. Paragalif Otet Zayin goes like this. Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha has a son and a daughter. In the capturing of of Yerushalayim during the Churman Beis HaMikdash, they both get taken into captivity. The son is unusually handsome. And the daughter is unusually beautiful. We're doing Kina Kaf David during the day of Tishabah. So the yeah, the, the son and daughter of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, taken into captivity, were uh, divided. You know, they, there was no reason, no one thought about keeping anyone together in any way. And uh, they were both put up on the slave market. It's not clear whether it was in the same place or whether it was in different places. But they were both on sale as slaves, 
And since there were many slaves, they were probably available at a discount. You'll excuse my uh, sarcasm. The, uh, they're left, uh, one, different masters by each one of them. And the two masters happen to meet each other uh, on the way out of the, of the sale, of the slave sale. And they, um, they start talking about the, the goodies that they, they bought. So the, the one who bought the son of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha talks about how handsome he is, how strong he is, how great he is, uh, this uh, slave that he bought. And uh, the, uh, the, the other one, the one who bought the daughter, talks about how beautiful she is, how comely she is, how wonderful she is. And then, then they come up with an idea. Why don't we go into the, into the business of, of uh, slave reproduction? Let's uh, put them in a room together overnight. Obviously, they'll get the message as to what they might uh, do. There's nothing to stop them. And after all, they're slaves. So uh, there's uh, every reason to assume that uh, uh, cohabitation will take place. And uh, we do it often enough. We'll, we'll be able to start a... a you know, to, to, to make a big profit on the children who will be undoubtedly very beautiful from this very handsome and comely man or from this very beautiful and comely woman. They get put in the room and they sit and think to themselves, what has happened to us? Us. What happened to me? I'm the son of the coin Gadol. I'm being set up with a shifcha. And she similarly says to herself, I'm the daughter of the coin Gadol. I'm being set up with, uh, with an Ebed. How could this be? And each sat in the, uh, in the opposite corner of the room, not budging throughout the whole night. When morning came, they suddenly realized that they were brother and sister. And they embraced uh, until they, uh, they died out of the agony of their situation. This is the, uh, the topic of this kina, kina chavdavet. It does not have a happy ending. But then it is Tisha B'Av, so not everything is supposed to have a happy ending. And the 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 pain of the uh, of the situation is what's being put across us. We'll we'll go through the words of the Kina now, and then we'll we'll talk about the uh, we'll talk about what this uh, represents a little bit afterwards. Navi Khatati Hishmima. Navi, the word Navi Nun Vav Yud, 
refers to Naveh. You know, Targum Unkula says on the Pasuk in Shir Hashirim, Targumunklus translates Zekili Bavne Le Maktisha. The I will I will build a Nave for him, I will build a place for him. The the, the uh, so the, the word Navi here with a Vav refers to the place of the Besamikdash. This Navi the, the place of the Mikdash, Chatati Ishmima, my sins have caused it to go up to Shemayim. In other words, once upon a time, there was a Beis Mikdash Shomala with a Beis Mikdash Shomata. The Beis Mikdash Shomata has been destroyed and has gone up to Shemayim. Vidimati Alechi Azrima. My tears. Uh, stream down on my cheeks. On this day, a cry, I will cry out. I will raise and cry. And I will... Uh, I, I, I will express anguish. I will... For... Of, of, of what it was like in the old days of when we had a Mikdash. Because what we have here is, it's really the up-and-coming uh, Kohen Gadol, who doesn't get to be Kohen Gadol. He just, uh, you know, there's a story which is not mentioned here in, in this period, but and I don't think there's any kina about it either. But it's it's a story that complements uh, this case, at least in terms of the boy. It's a story in Sefer Yirmiyo. It's in the Pesukim. Basically, Baruch Benaria sort of approaches Yirmiyo and asks him, "When will I become the Navi?" And Yirmiyo explains to him that he won't, because the, the Nevoah, or at least the Nevoah within the context of Yirmiyo is for the Jewish people within context of Eretz Yisrael. And there is no continuity to Nevoah as a student of Yirmiyahu. True, there's going to be a Nabi Yecheskel in the Dalas, but that is not the Nevoah of Churban. Yirmiyahu is a Nabi of Churban. Yecheskel is a Nabi uh, within the context of Churban prophesying about the Geula, the last uh, eight or nine chapters of Bichesgel is about the Binyan Beis HaMikdash uh, that, that would come about. And Chazal quote from the, the Midos in Bichesgel uh, regarding the Binyan of that Beis HaMikdash. In other words, th- there's something here which is supposed to continue, and it stops. Baruch Benaria never becomes the the next Navi. The son of Rabbi Shmuel ben Alisha never becomes the next Kohen Gadol. Kacha. Chap. It's over. And Yermio himself was a Kohen, after all. Let's continue to the next paragraph. Avel Lev Vinichum Chadal Chadol. My heart is in Avelus, 
and there is no consolation. Consolation is stopped. Double language of stop. Chadal chadol. Mikol ke'ev tziri nivdal badol. I have been separated in the tragedy here from anything that could be imagined. These pains are greater than anything. The the word sirim is becholzo suggestive of leda here, but um, it, it's hard at least to appreciate the leda within this context. For the son and daughter of Yishmael, the Kohen Gadol, whose memory in being burnt, uh, or I should say, whose memory is burnt in my heart, as I put it in a special place. The time comes and they fall into captivity to two different masters. They happen to live nearby each other, the masters. And they they talk, you know, they stand outside on the corner, they talk. I'm just returning from the the, the captivity of the, the Zionim, the Zionists, those who have been exiled from Zion. I've captured, I've, I've, I've taken from this captivity a woman slave wearing beautiful red clothing. A face like the moon, as beautiful as the moon, especially formed in our face. Our daughters of Eov, mentioned at the end of the Sefer. They're the daughters that he has after he has been healed from his pains of the bulk of the Sefer. The reference here to Eov is not an accident. It's not just that the, the name Yemima fits into the rhyme of the, uh, the Kina. There is a suggestion here or an implication that this is not fair. And that the Churban Beis yes, it's explained, yes, we did sin, yes, we, 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 we were chote and, and we had sin aschina. But Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha didn't have to suffer like this. And his son and daughter didn't have to suffer like this. And the, uh, the, the implication is that, that there is an Eov problem in the Churban Beis HaMikdash. As beautiful as Ketsiya and Yemima, the daughters of Eov. Line 9. The, uh, the fourth paragraph. Reo Siperlo Bechitzlayim. His next-door neighbor told him had even twice as much stories. I came from the captivity of Yerushalayim, everything on sale. I, I, I've, taken, I, I've taken from the captivity a slave 
with beautiful eyes, like the sun in its strength at midday. And the, the next line seems to be uh, uh, problematic as to whether it's really part, but we'll just translate or and, and like the moon, where where it's completely full. That that's the beauty of of, of this slave. So they come up with an idea in line twelve. Bones have came. Let us mate them. And we'll split the uh, the children. You'll get it. I'll get it. From this beautiful woman and from this beautiful man. We'll have children that look like the stars in the heaven. We'll get the stars. Now, j- just get the picture here. This is like uh, right, right out of the books. There, there's no thought on anyone's part that they would marry this slave to that slave. I mean, these are Jewish people. They were very recently free people. Never mind that they're the children of the Kohen Gadol. But they're, they're, these are not long-time descendants of slaves who have lost any notion of family morality. Yesterday, a few days ago, they were people living in Yerushalayim. The reference to them here is like chattel. Let's make them like you're taking a, a cow and a, and, and a bull, and, and we'll have Vladot, and, uh, and, and we'll, we'll split the profits. This is the dehumanization that's taking place. The Shem Azot, the next line, Titzal Naim, our ears ring when we hear that they said such things. This is the narrator stepping out of the story for a minute and saying how impossible this is to hear. In thinking of this and remembering this, I want to tear my clothing. Just on hearing that the suggestion was made, I want to rise clear. When the two of them agreed upon this, that evening they matched them in one room. The masters outside, all happy about the situation. They are crying with great bitterness and with feeling the, the trap they had fallen into and the fear that they have of their situation. They didn't start crying, stop crying all night. They cried literally all night. It didn't stop. What did they say? Line 17. One is eulogizing the burning of his heart, which is melting. It's, they, they view this as like the end of their lives. Nin Aharon, a descendant of Aharon. Eich l'shivcha yehei nosei. 
How could a descendant of Aaron marry a Shifcha? Even if she would be freed, it'd be also for him to marry her. And she also is is crying in the Tigra, in the the word Tigra here. Some translate as as uh, there are those who translate as uh, in, in in the uh, the business deal or in the fight of the Shoseh, of, of the of the one who's taken hold of it. Bad Yocheved, a reference here to the to the mother of Aaron Akoin. Bad Yocheved, Ech Le'evet How could she marry a slave? Oi Kizot Gazar Omer Ve'oseh. The Omer Ve'oseh, as in Baruch Shemar, Baruch Omer Ve'oseh is Hashem. Woe to us that God has decreed Hashem, who is Omer Ve'oseh. You know, Hashem's name gets left out explicitly. He's clearly an Esther but they understand it and they experience it as Xerah Mishamayim. The Zod Yivku Ash Ksil Vichima. On this, Ash Ksil and Chima should cry. Ash Ksil and Chima are constellations. They're constellations of stars. And uh, this phrase is in contrast to the phrase in line 12, the slave masters are talking about having children that are stars like heaven, as beautiful as stars. And they are talking about how the stars should be crying over the situation that they are undergoing over here, that Hashem is putting them through. And the, the Pasuk, Ash Ksil is once again a passage from Eov, who is being disproportionately uh, quoted here in this in this kina, as we mentioned before. Line twenty. Or Borokoer Zezeki Kiru, when in the light in the morning they recognized each other. They said with strength. They embraced and and they were together until they died, until they, they lost breath out of the tragedy of their situation. It is upon this that Yirmiyahu says Akina in crying. In other words, that Basuk in I cry over these. In my heart, there is a burn. There is a... Uh, uh, yeah, yikad yeah, yikod means to burn, and chuya means uh, the the blemish of the burn. Al ben uvat mispeid raban hima. I tell the hespeid of this of this son and daughter of Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha. 
the uh, there's tremendous uh, impact here. There's first of all impact of tragedy. Second of all, there's the impact of the stat that we talked about before. Uh, there being no continuity of the Kohen Gadol. At least not as a Kohen Gadol. And here, you know, this child, this boy was brought up to be the Kohen Gadol. He knew he was next in line. And uh, there's no Mikdash for him to be a Kohen Gadol in. The idea that Yirmiyahu himself is saying Akina on Bayesheni, of course, it's Alderech Anavua, that it uh, it's all taken in in the Churban Bayes Rishon that he talks about explicitly, and and continues to into the into the Churban Bayesheni. This is on the one hand the tragedy of what doesn't continue. At the same time, the implication of the story and of the kina is that the Romans do not win. They do not succeed in taking the family of our Kohen Gadol and turning them into slaves. It doesn't work. The um, they they remain b'nai kohen gadol. They remain with their dignity. The treatment as if they're they're slaves just has no impact on their inner life. They know who they are, and they remain who they are. That the symbol of this story, or an important symbol of this story, is that the Jewish people maintain their dignity despite the Churb. And this is part and parcel of of the Xeros or the Takanos of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai immediately following the Churban, that things were not going to stop, that the Torah will still be studied, that there'll be something along the lines of the Sanhedrin that will continue to meet, and that the, uh, the dignity of the Jewish people is going to be maintained. You know, we we have uh, we have two zichronot that continue as a result of the uh, of the churban beis hamikdash. One is zecher the churban, which uh, Tishabah plays a very central role in. The other is zecher the mikdash. There are things we do. Because it was done in the Mikdash, and because we don't have a Mikdash today, we do it even without the Mikdash, even if it's only with Rabbana. We take the Lulav and Esrog all seven days. That's only in the Mikdash, but we do it now with Bulin. 
At the time of the Beis HaMikdash, the shofar on Rosh Hashanah on Shabbos was blown only in the Mikdash. I know we don't do it today, but the Takaras Chachamim that you do it in Bezdin. The point is that it, it has to be maintained because we have to remember who we are even if we are being treated as slaves by those around us. We have to know what our godless is. We have to know that we are the Nekoin Godo, because Am Yisrael is called the Ma'amad HaSinai Ma'amleches Kohanim, the Goy Kadosh. And that the deep understanding of this implied by the this Kohen and Kohenet, the, the children of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, has to be maintained and was maintained by all of Am Yisrael. Just a question of getting fullest expression. And the fact that the Tana Rabbi Shmuel is a grandson of Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, we, we don't know uh, exactly whom, perhaps not from these children, but from others, is an expression of that continuity that even without the Beis HaMikdash, even without the actuality of the Kahuna Gedola, Godless Batara continues in that family, and Godless Batara continues in Am Yisrael. That's Kina Chavdalet. Um, I believe we're in, uh, I'm supposed to give the Shia the same time tomorrow night. Right? 12 p.m. Eastern, God willing. Okay. Right, tomorrow, tomorrow noon, for me, is in the evening. Okay. So, Bezrat Hashem, we'll pick a different uh, kina for tomorrow. Peter Rubin, thank you for coming, and uh, I'm sure you'll share the recording with uh, whoever wants to hear. Shalom. Thank you so much. Shabbat